So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection, with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock, bringing your inner light to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this Tuesday edition of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and I have here with me Jane Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jane? I am absolutely excellent. Fantastic. So tonight we have a Jane's Christmas present show, mm-hmm. which is going to be tremendous fun. Uh, we also have our second to last time to promote uh, this little contest our friends are having, so we probably ought to mention all of that. We probably should. I do want to um, take a moment out, though, to make special mention um, tonight um, to a dear friend of ours whose husband is in the hospital. Um, I just want her to know that we love her and that we're with them and um, we're holding light, Stacey. So, um, we love you, Stacey. You. Yeah, we do. Blessings we love Mark, to too. Our family, and we love Mark, too. And... Um, we're here, so had to do that. I'm glad you did. <laughs> so our friends over at Inner Child, and of course we talk about them every show, and people every show. Yes, we do. They're really <laughs> well. They're that dear and that. I don't know. That fond of them. Sick of it? No. Ah, no. Ah. Um, great group of folks. We call them family instead of just friends. The Inner Child family, and they really are. Uh, big proponents and supporters of everybody, uh, but certainly of the creative crowd, poets and musicians, and uh, uh, having a little having a little poetry contest going on over there right now. Mm, world Healing and World Peace 2012. That's the one. So Very I'm going to put cool a concept. put a link up in the chat room. It's World Healing World Peace Poetry 2012. com. And uh, tell them what they've won, Jean. Oh, I just I love saying that. I'm sorry. <clears throat> oh, when this is over, we need to not have another contest for a while. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. You submit your poem, and any poem submitted um, from anywhere in the world will be included in an anthology that's going to be published by Inner Child Press, and you can find them at innerchildpress.yulosite.com. Um the other thing is, is that there will not be one grand prize winner because it's corny and that's the old way of doing things. So they have chosen or they've decided that there will be three. Um, all three winners will get a book published with their poetry um, in their hands in print. And that's really exciting as an author. i got to tell you, it's so cool to get your first book in your hands. Uh, and they're going to be promoted by several different radio stations, both um, 
on the airwaves and online. So, and this, and as well as being featured on several different websites. And these guys have done a, a massive amount of legwork with regards to marketing and promoting. So this is this is a guaranteed publication for the winter winners. You do get your work published and it will be promoted and it will be marketed and it is honestly it's like a dream package for any starting poet. Oh, it's it really an amazing is. promotional package. And and of course your book of poetry that you publish can be uh any of your poetry that you choose to publish. Uh, but for the contest, it does need to be on the theme of world healing or world peace, uh, because the anthology is going to get uh, put out on a, uh, on Peace Day uh, next year. Uh, it's the Poets Month or something at the UN. It's a United Nations thing they're going in conjunction with, which is really really cool. I mean, world healing, world peace—you can't get better than that. We need we need as much of that as we can get in the world. Um, I'm not going to say just today, but every day. Every year, every minute, every second. Um, so this is a, a wonderful, and we're, we're so happy to be a part of it. You do get to, as a winner, come hang out with Rick and I on yeah. the airways. Um, we're going to slot you in as guests, and we're going to promote you on our websites. Um, I have I have website. We have the radio website, and then Rick has his own personal website as well. So a whole bunch of fan pages, and I, I, the list is endless of people who are going to put your name all over the Internet. Um Newspapers, radio shows, so yeah. you know, it's a it, it's a time. very cool deal, and and uh, I'm certainly looking forward to talking to the winners because we do love the poets. Absolutely, they're so yeah. out of the box, you know. Oh yeah, well you know, think outside the box. Nah, get rid of the box. What rid of the box. box. What box? Walk away. There was a box. <laughs> well, speaking of outside the box and poetry, except uh, in this case, poetry in music, uh, we have with us tonight. Uh, an artist, uh, uh, and and certainly a, uh, a a poet with his music. It uh, to me poetry moves you emotionally, and, uh, and and it's rare to find someone that isn't moved by uh, his music. Uh, David Swarup, welcome. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much. So glad to have you with us tonight. Uh, Keep in mind, everybody, that David is joining us at uh, 2 a.m. his time, so we'll try to be gentle. I couldn't do a show at 2 a.m. I'd never go to sleep. It's hard for me to go to sleep after show as it is. They're just something about showtime. It's so true. It just wakes you up and revives you and energizes you. So without further ado, my friend from, um, I guess, the other side of the world <laughs> at 2 a.m. And just now. Um, who the hell are you and what do you do? I'm uh, yeah, David Swarup and I'm, uh, I'm a musician, maybe, and, uh, and uh, I do, what's what I do? I go around with my instrument, I make people happy, I make people cry, I make people emotional, and uh, the best uh, gift from the hand to me, what does to the people. For me, I enjoy playing, of course, it's one of the best uh, moments I have when I play. But the feedback from the listeners is the best, the best thing in the I'm a traveler, I'm traveling all over Europe for backing. I go often to India. I'm a very good cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you ever make it to Canada, I'm going to make you prove that. Okay. <laughs> 
That's awesome. Um, okay, so let's let's try and explain a little bit to people listening because we're going to have your videos, um, a couple of your videos up when we when we post the show later. Um, but for those who don't know what a hang is, can you explain a little bit about this really cool instrument? Maybe a little bit on the background, where it comes from, and how the heck did you find it? Okay. The instrument is uh, invented in Switzerland in the year 2000 from a, a man and a woman, Felix and Sabine. And uh, I find out the, the instrument one day I was in Amsterdam, and it was the 15th of February. And five was the day after San Valentine. Very romantic. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Um, and just and, and I was just in my my living room and a friend of a friend brought this instrument, but he left the instrument there. So I went in the living room and I saw this instrument there. I didn't know even what the instrument. I saw this thing. But what is this? <laughs> And, and, and I never heard about it, I never heard the sound, and I just touched it, and I felt like a, like a vibration coming to me, like a, something moving from the instrument towards my heart. It was really like a vibration, not just listening the sound, but feel the sound coming, like with the gong, you have this feeling. Right. And from that moment, yeah, I fell in love, I think, we fall in love with each other. And the instrument is so special. I can describe maybe how it looks like, but even if I describe probably, never imagine the sound that will come out of it. <laughs> I can imagine walking in and, and seeing this thing. They look a little bit like a UFO. Yeah, it looks somebody say like UFO, mostly like barbecue. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but like UFO, it's all like a shield. And one time, Felix, the guy from. Uh, Invented. He showed me one picture from the this book was the Apocalypse, I think. Mm. And there are like two angels fighting with dragons, and they have a big uh, sword, and they have um, a shield that it looks like exactly like the hand. Yeah, it does look like a shield. It looks like the old, old style shields, like yeah, pre-Roman dated shields. Yeah, yeah like in the book the apocalypse is uh, like some biblical agitated book. It was really exactly the same shape, exactly the same spot where are the nose was the beam that the center of the instrument it was exactly like the sound. <laughs> so I imagine there's um is there I I've been wanting to ask this because it looks like it's pure feeling when you play. So it's I mean, you, watching you play, you obviously lose yourself into the vibration of the music, and there you go, you're gone, and you're not yeah. coming back until you're done. Um, now, I'm wondering, can you do the same song twice, or is it always something new and something fresh like, that comes out of it? Yeah. It's like slowly, of course, with the time, I'm getting the songs more and more defined. But I have no really structure in the song. I never really say, okay, I play this bar, I play this time. And then in the moment I like it, like for example, if I'm angry, I play angry. And sad, I play sad, the same song. And I have no structure. The song can last five minutes, can last twenty minutes, and slowly, slowly, I start to understand because of the instrument also, only one scale. 
we wait always the same mood that uh, may, maybe one day will come out just a long uh, like composition, like a symphony. I don't know if it's like a, like I have few different songs in my mind, but uh, hello. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, like example, the like I cannot repeat the album at, at all because I, when I went to the studio I had uh, the melody line in my mind and I improvised with the melody okay and the rest of the song they came in the moment so I cannot play it again this is impossible that's what I was wondering because it, it didn't seem to me to be the kind of instrument that you pick up and you know you go and play a concert and play everybody's favorite song kind of thing it just seems to be an instrument that you um that you use to, I guess, shadow and reflect the mood of the moment. Yeah, and this especially, of course, when I play alone. No? Maybe when I play with somebody, of course, you can arrange something. But the beauty of the hang is really improvisation, I think. The, the sound, of course, there, it's not even the composition, but it's the sound. So if you touch the hang in the wrong way, it doesn't sound good. Maybe the song is the same, but the beauty of the instrument is the sound. We've heard certain musicians. I had a friend who used to play a harp, um, and he really believed that you had to, your harp had to love you. Like you had to have a relationship with your harp, or you were not going to get pure sound out of it. Yeah. And when I look at you playing the hang, it's it's kind of the same thing as as watching him play his harp. You you have a relationship with this instrument and. It's it's not just an instrument. It's more of an extension of who you are. Yeah. Somebody said it's an extension of the heart, like the hand. The hand are extension of the heart. And the name of, and the name hand it means in a, in a, in a blank from bird, it means hand. Means what? Hand. Hand. Mm. Hand. Hand. Oh. Oh. Hand. Okay. And um, and Felix always. The, the inventor said also that um, the hang, when you play hang, you can hear the soul of the person that is playing. But it all, all, all just when it's improvised, I think. Because if you make a song, then, then you I, w- I like to have that, uh, the song that I play, they come to me. Really like it. I'm playing something, and then I leave. And I listen to what I'm doing, and then I have some, something in my mind, and my hand goes there and plays. And also, I'm, I think I'm so involved in the music because I never learn. So when I play, I have really to focus and listen and just listen to what I'm doing and not think about any head because I cannot play. Kind of. Yeah, you never learned what not to do. So yeah, like, just do what you feel. Yes, yeah, that's why also many people ask me, ah, please give me less on, but I cannot teach because I never learn. I don't know what to teach. <laughs> it's like trying to teach an artist how to paint. Um, I haven't had ever had any kind of painting lessons, but I can pick up a brush and paint stuff. But not uh-huh. if I try to do it somebody else's way. So I can understand yeah. what you're saying. It has to be, It has to be purely from you. And I wouldn't know the first. I, w- I wouldn't know where to begin to teach somebody to paint or to write. Yeah, yeah. Like you can learn, of course, the skill, but 
to, to express yourself if you cannot learn and just do it. <laughs> and for example, for me, when I play in the street and, uh, and sometimes, because I play also for money in the street, of course, and sometimes I'm there with the mind, I need to work, I need to work. And I play two hours, nothing happens, people don't even talk. And the moment I just stop thinking and just enjoy playing, the same song, everybody gathers and listens. So they feel it. Not only what you, what you did, there is something you don't see. Right, yeah, they respond. Sorry. It's okay. I, I, but I think the, I think the instrument, uh, however it was designed and arrived at, it, it, it doesn't really. I've seen other videos from other people that are taking a hang and and, and trying to, you know, they say they're going to play a song on the hang, and it just does not resonate with me the way that it does when um you know there's several people on that uh, uh that play the instrument that play it more or less just improvisationally and it 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 it, it, you, it to me anyway the the difference is really obvious when somebody is just letting it flow and 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 trying to make it hold to a particular song yeah, this this in a way can happen Many things, no? but somehow for me, naturally, with the hang, it's so different. Hang or even or dancing, for example, it's very similar for me. It's like if you dance, you go to disco, you want to dance, and you look around, and you think you cannot really dance. If you think you cannot dance, if you want really to dance, you have to stop thinking and just dance. Yes, I've been told that many times. I've not got the hang of it yet. <laughs> For me, somehow it's very natural. It's really like a gift about the hand, about the hand, and what's happening. Well, like you said, you you met in the living room and you you fell in love with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like <laughs> never. <laughs> so, how long have you been? How long have you been traveling for? Because you're you're now now Not you said it's it's winter. So, are you off the road right now? Or are you? Yes, now I'm Hold up. The... Sorry? Go ahead. Ah. Uh, now I'm in Berlin because I was uh, living in Amsterdam uh, the last few years from 2005 and since April of last year, 2010, I'm traveling. I don't have a home anymore for some reason. And uh, now I'm looking again to make a home again. I mean, because I. It's beautiful to travel, of course, but we need the place, we need the place to come back, to rest and to to create. It's like traveling will make me, like, give me a lot of inspiration, but uh, continuously moving, I don't have time and space and energy to create something, you know, for example, record another album or whatever. So now I'm here in Berlin just by coincidence, and, uh, and I, it looks like that I will this place will be for the next year will be my base at least so that I can always go and come back. Because I travel I travel for let's say for, for busking during Europe but also travel for example the winter I used to go to India. Always. Like I travel for holiday and I travel for work basically. So I'm always on the way for Right, and you sort of collect experiences and inspiration and then when you have your your winter break is when you get to kind of put the instrument, the uh, inspiration to the 
to the music. Yes, yes, to the music and also time for to do other things, of course, they are very important. No? Because if I would be always on the road, always in the sun, I would always sit on the street and play and play and play. It needs fun, you know? Sure. Yes, to get inspiration also by playing less, you know, like less time also. You know? Yes, funny subject, you know? Sometimes you play every day for hour and hour and hour, and you play too much, and then maybe I stop playing, like in one month I play five times and uh, I and the, maybe I play after two weeks I play again and I have new songs in my hand without playing <laughs> because other things in life also give me situation. Yeah. Right, and when you're when you're busy playing one song you can't have another one appear in your head at the same time. Sorry, sorry, well if you're busy playing a song you can't have another one just appear in your head. You have to make the space for it. Yeah, yes, of course. But yeah, it's, it's like both because sometimes I'm really, like I said, I'm there, I'm playing a part, something, a couple of uh, whatever, I don't know if you can read or I play uh, something. Then I really hear the music in my head. Like, ah, oh, this. And sometimes I get frustrated because I hear music that I cannot play because I don't have all the tones I need. <laughs> also, the hand is very funny. But really, like, I, I, like often I'm there with eyes closed and playing and listening to what I'm doing and I hear something in my head in my hand I go immediately to play what I hear in my hand really special very amazing uh. yeah people say that we channel music we are, we're not making any music no? it's like <laughs> it's like many yeah, of course my experience I take the example always of Bob Marley music Right. It's not about the style or about you, you like it or you like, but it's something that is music that will last forever. Even in 50 years, you cannot say it's from the 70s, from the 60s, uh, because it's from the heart. No? Music, uh, it's like the style that people can like it. Not. But it, it, it's not the only one. I just take one example. It, well, it really is. It's a, it's, it's a sound that's outside of time and space. I mean, it's not... Um, I mean, you wouldn't hear it, and you wouldn't put it with one people or in one area. Um, I mean, obviously, some some indigenous musics you you know that they're from that that country. Um, but mm. when I listen to the Hang, it seems global. Yeah, it has a global sound to it. Um, well, it's so so new. It, uh, it, the instrument itself is only 11 years old, isn't it? Was 2000? Sorry, sorry. The the instrument itself is very young. It was only yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. they only designed it in 2000. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you can see that like, like also you watch probably many different players, and because of this also everybody playing totally different style. Not only the music, but the way how they touch them. Because there are no schools, there are no teachers. It's new, and everybody develops its own way to play. This is also beautiful of the hand. The way I touch the hand, it just came to me. I didn't thought about, okay, I will touch it like this, or if I do this. It came out, no? By, by itself. So it was very much a a soul connection almost, because you just touched it and went. Sorry? You just touched it and started yes. playing. 
It's interesting to me um to to see an instrument that's um just newly birthed in this day and age that is not something that can be played with a music sheet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I mean, yeah. it, it makes the, sense given the shift that shift yeah. that we're in the middle of with with the way that people are understanding life um, and the changes that are occurring societal. It just makes sense that this would be, you know, the next step musically. That it's it's purely purely a spirit spirit-based instrument. Uh, that's what it sounded like to me. It was it was an instrument that you pick up and you just play whatever feels right to play. Um and I just find it really interesting that that's it, it's a new instrument. To me it looked really really old, like ancient, ancient, ancient way of bringing music um forth. To me that's what it felt like, but to find out that it's just a new instrument is just I'm fascinated by that. And it's totally acoustic. That's also one, one nice detail. I think. Yeah, many people I've shown one of your videos to for the first time, they say, uh, well, he's playing the the tune or something, but there's more people. There's, It's not just, that's, all that sound's not coming out of there, is it? Say, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it is, it, it, you know, you, you look online about, you know, this is a so-and-so. Some of the other ones will say, well, this is an E, and this is a G, and this is a... Because they have different notes on them, but it doesn't... Um, it doesn't seem that it works that way for the people that I've seen really work it. it it's... Um, it, it almost seems like an exchange um, between the two of y'all, but... Um, yeah, it's like I can tell you something, uh, a curiosity. For example, when I bought my hand, because I don't know music, I never studied music, I just, I had a few instruments to choose from, and I was uh, like eight of them, I think, and I was just playing all of them, and I chose the one that I like, just by playing. And, and even, I think, I don't know, after one year or something like this, my friend asked me, what of which scale you have? And I said, I, I have no idea which tone I have. <laughs> I didn't know even it was a D minor my or, or what means also D minor or if I had the A or D or C. I didn't know because I didn't care. For me, it was just playing, sounds good, enough, good enough. <laughs> right. So, Feel, yeah. Feels right, so must be yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because the hum is like this also. It's always in harmony. You know, you cannot get out of harmony. So in a way, you don't really need to know which one you are playing. And then I heard, I don't know, so 
it is a B minor. It's, uh, for example, the um, Gregorian music, most of the Gregorian music is in B minor, and uh, Sufi music also. It's very special scale. It's, uh, that's why the um, Panar then uh, choose uh, this scale also. Seems like that is still uh, your heart. Or to, to me, I don't see that healing, but I see in the trees or whatever which people are in the heart and who are not. No, like uh, if people get touched or, or they have like blockage for example they have something in the heart and, and the moment they listen to the hang and, and they talk they start to cry because it opens somehow it touches them like a beautiful story or beautiful movie no? that you see something and, and it opens something new that you already have no? the crying or the sadness not the movie itself no? and the hang does, does the same it's very because the sound is really touching and it's not what we hear, what I understood, it's also the vibration, something, you know, it seems like the inventors, they study the frequency of tones and vibration of metal for this. And they, they wrote letter in May now, 2010, they explain exactly, because there is a lot of confusion, they explain exactly what they believe and feel about it. They don't like people to make songs, they don't like people to make albums, they don't like people to go on stage, they don't like people, to, I mean with the hands, I mean people to hand play, they don't like them to go to have a microphone, and because they say it's a healing instrument, but especially for the players. And they wrote this sentence, like, unthoughtful uh, playing can lead the players to, to liberation. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Deliber deliberation and ascension, and uh, what That's so great. many different names they have for it. Yeah. yeah, because like you said, when you first touched it, it was like a vibration went up your arm and into your heart from from yeah, the yeah. instrument. Yeah, yeah, no, like, uh, not to my hand, really, like in the air, from the center of the instrument was something moving towards me. I was, it was just on my left, no, so very close. I didn't felt it only that moment. I didn't feel it anymore. This hair, and then I. One day, like there was me, and there was this guy with this huge gong, like two meters of gong, and then I realized what it was. Because, because I was in the back of the room, and the guy had to play the gong, and I hit the sound, and slowly, because it takes time from the room, the big room and the big gong, that you hear, you feel the sound coming towards you, not hearing the sound. You feel it. Yes. Yeah. The sound is far down and then slowly getting closer and then it's all around you, but it's really in your body, the vibration, because the gong very strong. And then I realized what it was. And, and, and I remember yeah. very clearly, it was direct to my heart, to my heart, not so in my head. Or... I mean, we, we often talk about vibration, um, oh, we talk about vibration almost every day, but we talk about it in abstract terms. And it mm. seems to me that this instrument is taking the vibration that we all know to be there and turning it into something tangible mm. that we can hear yeah. and experience. Yeah, and also to the opposite, you know, that, uh, that what we hear, not only hear, it's really... Yeah, of course we know that the sound moves through the hair and arrives to us. No? But me, my experience before this, the hand in this gong experience, I never really realized this. No? 
and also last, last year we, I had a concert in Oslo with the three girls singing, with inside the mausoleum, and they put it like in a cave. And uh, for the audience, it was like uh, they were inside the speaker. They were not speaker at all, totally acoustic, but the acoustic of the hall, it makes that you are sitting in one corner and I play, and wherever you are sitting, the music comes from every side, from the top, from the bottom, from the side. And then you're like, ah, not only my here. And then, oh yeah, but there are good vibration, bad vibration, you know, like when you hear a sound that you don't like, your body reacts like, oh, like, you know, you shrink, but it's not only because you hear it, because it affects all your body, really physically. Yes. Like, not only the sound, really a bad sound is a bad vibration, not only the sound well, you don't like. Right. Well, I think we've made our listeners uh, la- uh, wait long enough. Maybe we should uh, take a little break and hear you playing the hang. We have several of your tunes queued up. Um, maybe uh, Urban Mist? Yeah. Okay, lovely. Uh, like I want to say just very fast story about Urban Mist. Yes. Uh, because I was playing in uh, Amsterdam. And I met this violin player, David Frank, and he, 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 he saw me in the street. He went immediately to the hotel, he took the violin, and he came to play. We, we were for one day like this, basking in Amsterdam, and then he went home to Bermuda. And then one day he sent me back this song. He took the song from my album, and he recorded himself the violin. That's it. Awesome. Oh, that's so cool. He, he just heard the song, recorded the violin, and sent it back to you. Yeah. That's beautiful. All right, folks. Uh, I'm going to play that song for you now, so uh, enjoy. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed that. That was Urban Mist. Um, and I do want to let everybody know, uh, David has his hang with him, so we may just let him play some over Skype for us here in a little bit. I mean, let Find him. Find out how he's feeling. Be more like beg him to play some over Skype. Okay, okay. <laughs> Are you kidding me? A live hang performance? That'd be awesome. Yay! <laughs> well, this is your Christmas gift episode, dear. It so is my Christmas to... gift episode. It and, totally is. And getting Christmas gifts everywhere. So I am, office. yes. Shout out to Carrie out there. Um, I love you, girl, and I'll be in touch. I just got the most awesome message, but we'll talk about that later when, when we've done our deal. <laughs> right, right. So that was amazing uh, for that to come together that way, that uh, uh, you had a song and he heard it and played his part. After just being together for a yeah. day, really. Yeah, a few, few people did it. Uh, three songs like this. I said in my website, the same. One guy with electronic did it. And one friend of mine, Monica, she did it also. She took the song and she made some electronic music. And uh, one guy in YouTube, two guys in YouTube, they, they took songs from the album and they make a video and they play food on it. So very nice. Very nice, inspiring. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Uh, to be able to inspire people that you haven't even met practically over the Internet. I think it's really cool the way that... um, I know that I've noticed now in the last few years doing what I do that artists do this all the time, but I'm just always amazed at the way that musicians collaborate um, with regards to creation and projects that they work on and it just seems to be a natural extension of being a musician or an artist that you just naturally create music together and it it really is a universal language it brings people together from all over the world and you don't really need to speak a word um, just to feel the music that it's a universal language like it is and me especially I like a lot to play with musicians because I'm I really love to improvise, and um, it's very more important. That's like what I'm always looking for is for musicians that I don't have to speak what we play. That I play and they follow, or they play and I follow without saying anything. And like talking with each other, it's, it's the same. That, that's what I'm always looking for. And this is one side of it, of course. And then there is the group that you really get together and you. You, you try to get uh, it's very easy alone to get uh, involved full in the music and to do it together you need much more work and more um, connection you need to play, to play, to play, to play and then at one point it will happen also together I had this experience in Jerusalem I don't know if you watched this video Coptic and we were with this, my friend Jeff from Holland we were for a couple of weeks together traveling and playing and was not really happening something special. And then one day we went inside this cave, just sit there, and the song that we played on the video just came in the moment, and it's really a perfect song with the beginning, with the solo, with the end, without saying a word, without planning anything, it just came in the moment. So this can, when this happens with two people or more, it's really special. It's very easy alone, of course. It's yes. Easy. Sure. But when you do it, when this happens together, you have together connected to the same thing. I don't know you call it, <laughs> but when two people they connect, 
to the same source? Same source, absolutely. But like you said, you don't. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's like uh, trying to explain somebody the experience you have when you're playing the playing the hang. It's not really something that goes into words. <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be right back. Okay. Yep, there he is. Hi. Yeah, like sometimes I'm connected and sometimes I'm not to something. I don't know what it is. Well, and kind of like you said, sometimes you can go and f- try to force yourself to play and you don't yeah. get anything. But when you're playing from the inspiration and from the heart, here it comes, you know. And and uh, uh, I think that's a lesson people could put into any aspect of their life, music, work, whatever, whatever they're doing in their life. When you feel it, it will be beautiful. And when you force it, it's often not so much. Yes, for me, it's music. Of course, someone else can be totally and it can be totally. If you do what you love, it can be your doctor or you feel the house or you cook, if you're really there then it's gonna be music. It's not about music. Yeah, like for me it is music. Someone else can be totally something else. It's not about what we do but how we do it. If I do the wrong yes. thing, it doesn't work. Right. So before before we get into getting you to play, um I know that a lot of a lot of young people especially and some older people are going why didn't I do that when I could um, have wondered about this whole tripping around Europe thing busking <laughs> um, just because it, it seems like such a out of the box lifestyle did you start um, was that something that you the traveling was that something that you wanted to do before you found the instrument or was that something that came out of finding the instrument in how did you get started with the traveling? i tell you a beautiful story. Okay. Of course, I was already traveling before the hunt for holidays. I was always, like I said, I went to England many times. But uh, is, I, I try to make it short. <laughs> it's like when I left Italy in 2004, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. Because I was not happy about my life. I had a house. Girlfriend, everything, but I, but I was not happy. There was something inside that I was not so happy. And then uh, I was working in construction. I was building house. And I remember one day I was uh, working very hard. I was working with marble. It was very heavy. And I was so into the work. And I and I had this thought in my mind: Swarup, you have to go and uh, and be a, and be a musician. But it was not just the thought. When you you leave the thought and you feel energy inside your body, like on your stomach, like, yes, this is the right thing. And I had this smile and was like, yes, this is, the, this is what I have to do. But I had no idea how to do it and what to do. I didn't know the hand yet. And then also was this funny theory I have. I say, oh, wow, if I have to work and be poor, then I prefer to be to don't work and be poor. <laughs> if I have to, <laughs> to take my back every day and... and doesn't work so and then it took uh, like one year I wanted to to leave my girlfriend in love and then the day I say to my girlfriend okay I, I, I'm gonna leave 
and she was so lovely she said, of course you have to go look at you, huh? And the day after, I said it to her, I want to leave, I came from Amsterdam, she called me, hey, I'm coming to Italy, I, I come to visit you. And then he came, and then we were playing, because I was playing a little bit in the Amsterdam and he was guitar, we were playing, and he said, why don't come to Amsterdam, because he knew I was a bit lost, no? So I said, okay, I'll come to Amsterdam. <laughs> And after one month, I was in Amsterdam, and, uh, and I was there, and, uh, and then I had to come back to Italy because I was too much in love, and after one year, I came back to Amsterdam, just I knew some people the first time, and then I, 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 I arrived fully in, in the winter, and uh, I was a little bit depressed, <laughs> I had no money, I had no, no friends, I left my family, my country, my food, everything, it was like hard time, no, it was a changing time, it was a little bit hard. And I remember one night, I was in this uh, like weeping night, <laughs> I was weeping, I don't know and, uh, I, and I had, a, I remember before I fell asleep, I had, I had like explosion, it's in my head, like a bomb, really explosion, and I heard the sound going inside from one ear, passing to my head and going out from the other ear, and I fell asleep. And I had a dream that I was on stage, sitting on the chair, and I was playing something in my head, in, 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 in my leg, but there was nothing in my leg. But, but I was playing like I played the hand, and there were thousands of people dancing. In the dream, and then in the morning I wake up like, wow. Like, because it was like watching a movie, it was not a dream. I was really like looking through my eyes, and watching everything, the people, and something I was playing, and after three months, the hand came to my life, after three months. And the nice story, I think, the nice message I like to say, because all of this desire was a little bit uh, intense, you know, to leave everything and know to the unknown, but it was really my desire, and I follow it, of course. It was not easy, and after so short time, three months, the hand came to my life, and all my life changed. So I want to say to everybody, even if you your dream or whatever, you think it's absurd and your mind is telling it doesn't make sense, it's really from your heart, follow it. Because that's what happened to me. If I couldn't, if I had more fear to leave everything, the job and whatever, and I would not follow this feeling to leave, this can never happen. It was not coincidence. I've been to Amsterdam and on the hand there. It's not a coincidence. It was really bad thing. But no, I can't. But I could miss it, of course. Yes. Absolutely amazing story. And and I think an important message that that you've asked to, you know, pass to everybody that whether it makes sense in your head or not, if it's the right, and you've got that feeling of energy inside, and and it, your heart says it's the right thing to just go, and yeah, like uh, and the path will be made in front before you. And, and then you dreamed that you were playing the hang, but you couldn't see it because you'd never seen one. So you were just playing. There was nothing there. Exactly. That's amazing. So I'm still waiting for this moment. Now I make everybody cry. Oh, you make a lot of people happy, too. Yeah, yes. I know I get so much, so many feedback from you. And it's not me, anyway. It's really the music. And I'm really just an instrument, like the heart, no? Yes. Not too much. 
And that's scary for some people to face, I guess, or so they say, um, that you can just be the instrument and do more than if you try to do something. Yes, yes, of course. And me also, for, for example, I need, of course, I need money, I need to work, bars, and everything. But, uh, but when I'm there playing, even in the streets or in the concerts, I'm just focused on making nice music. I don't think about anything else, you know? And when I'm in the streets and I'm just enjoying playing, people give me money. And, it's, and I always say, if people give me money, they're really sad. <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> The things that uh, most of the people they, they don't want to, know, they don't want to share so much. And what, and I see that when I'm really enjoying playing, I make money. When I'm not enjoying playing, and I feel myself, I'm, I mean, I'm still group, I still have the hand, but I don't work. I don't work. Yeah, it's the, it. it's the flow, and. Uh, and then it's, it's like a present. I give something, and I get something. Yeah, it's a beautiful exchange. Well, it's a fair exchange. You know, I mean, I, I, wow, we were talking about this earlier, so I'm kind of glad it came up, but people have this, you know, misconception that money itself is, is bad. But, you know, when it comes to, especially in spiritual work, um, and, and this is definitely, you know, a, a spiritual work. It's, it's a healing musical instrument that you're playing and it touches people on on a level that an average musical instrument wouldn't do um it there should be a fair exchange i mean not that it should be expected that the exchange is there but i mean goodness gracious we all have to eat you know like you said you have to you have to eat you have to pay your bills you have to have a roof over your head somewhere to sleep um, and living in the society that we live in, that takes money. So why shouldn't there be a fair exchange? Okay. It, absolutely, there should be. And I think um, what a beautiful, pure way to to share that, though. I mean, busking has always fascinated me. I think it's just, it just takes so much courage to do that. You have to so know who you are to be able to bus. And you have to be so confident within yourself, um, and and to really embrace this idea of following your passion in order to be a traveling busker. Yeah, uh, the first times I was playing in Amsterdam and in Netto, like I was, I was so so no afraid. I don't know what to say, but I couldn't. I was always playing with eyes closed. I couldn't look at anybody. I was uh, ashamed. I don't know, but I was not comfortable. No? So I was always working a lot. Uh, before I was going to see it. no, you're not, no, you're not. I was always finding excuses. No, it was uh, it was not easy to to start, and I was always with eyes closed. Because I couldn't look at the people. It was very very fun. And I think but, that's well. I just think that's a very important point that a lot of people miss is that even when it's your passion and your calling, uh, it can still be a little uncomfortable right at first, just because it's different. Yeah, yeah, it was something new for me, of course. Yeah, and that that doesn't mean you're... I think a lot of people have, you know, sort of started in the direction and then they feel so uncomfortable, they think, oh, this must not be it. If it was it, it would feel perfect. Um, but that, you know, like anything new, it's a little... It feels a little weird until you get used to it. Yeah, 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 it's really like and I want to say something what um, Nikki said about the money, you know, that you know, many people think it's bad. It's like, oh, it's, it's 
to this temple. Like you have a knife in your hand, you can kill somebody or you can make a nice culture. Wooden. You can take a piece of wood and make a nice culture. The same tool. So <laughs> depends on how we use it. Absolutely. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly um, what I was trying to say. I mean, it's 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 what it's used for. That I mean, yes. it's just money itself is very neutral. It's only what meaning we put on it that yeah. you know. So uh, no, poor money has gotten a short end of the deal for a long time, and and that's uh, and that's too bad because it's uh, it can be a a fun and wonderful tool. Uh, anything. Like anything, eh? you know. Uh, beautiful. It's not uh, important, but it's just part of the mechanism, no? And now it's like. Okay. Now I wish to share in a way. Then, of course, the economic and everything. Another story, but the money itself is not. Oh, yeah, the economy is a very different story than money. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very different story. <laughs> 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 and we're not going to go there tonight. Go there tonight. No, oh, no, no, no. no. Um, we all know what's going on. In, in fact, as we approach the uh, uh, top of the hour, I was wondering if uh, if there was any feeling between you and the hang, if you had something that uh, you'd like to play and share with us. Yes, of course. Wonderful. Okay, just I need just ten sec five seconds. Yeah, I hope the sound will be okay. You let me know if it's not if it's not good enough. Okay? Okay. Okay. Enjoy. Can you hear it? Yes. Beautiful. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
What was it you said the first time you listened, Jane? That it was music you could breathe? Music you can breathe, yeah. Ah, it nice. sounds... Very music nice. you can breathe, it sounds like home. <laughs> yeah, that was her That was her comment. And uh, and I have to agree, it's, uh, it is a... Like you said, it's more than listening, more than hearing. It's, it's a sensual experience. And I realized that uh, by I was all I love to dance because there are, the music has, my opinion, three ways of healing. Sometimes you need to sing. Sometimes you make a singer, it's amazing. People sing all together, dancing. And the music with the hand is music to listen. There are three ways of healing from the music dancing, singing, or the three different needs. They do different things to you. And the hand music is listening music. That's amazing. Uh, and and you said that the the inventors have talked about the fact that it was sort of healing uh, tones to them. Yes. Yeah, they study the frequency and the of the tones and the vibration of the metal. I don't know what the card is actually. I don't know the details of course. Yeah. We made it from the heart, from the heart. It's not a commercial. It makes sense now to me why then when I heard it, I was like, oh, it sounds like home. Oh, um, sorry. It, if, if, it's, um, if it's designed around certain vibrations, then it totally makes sense now. I didn't know that about the history of how it was designed. They 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 call it the like a sound sculpture. They don't call it music. Sound sculpture. Yeah, sound sculpture. And my what I always see that it's made by a man and a woman. That's very important. Also. It's no, you know, men and women they make life. They make art. <laughs> so it's a very not to men or to women or men, men and a woman. I think it's a big uh, coin <laughs> for me. Balanced. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, what life comes from men and a woman. So somehow. And it is true. You mentioned briefly when you were talking about the design of it. The the notes they put into each one, whatever the scale may be. Like you said, I don't know and. And I don't care. It sounds wonderful, uh, but the notes are—I mean, it's designed so that it stays in harmony. You can't really play it out of harmony. No, no. You no like whatever you touch, it gives you the. It's always in harmony. For me, the 
That's not a difficult task. What can be done wrong, the way you touch it. Me always, I hear often from others, the hand crying, not singing. No? The tone is the same, but they, they make it cry. They just, it doesn't sound good. Really, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's it, it's the feeling, not the the notes, because the notes are designed to yeah, yeah. to blend. Yeah, but a few players have the hand, but uh, doesn't sing. They don't let the hand sing. It's the way how you touch it. Like on the, the tick, like on the drums, you move everything. Yeah, you don't have to forget the hand. Yeah. Yeah, that you you let it sing, and uh, it's a cooperative thing. And yeah. uh, I have to think even that every hand has its own music. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe it's not even something. Maybe the hand has its own music. Yeah, because I've seen people try to, you know, in videos where they'll have three or four of them so they can have enough notes to play some pre-written song so they can't do it without having, you know, different scales and they reach in around and it just doesn't, to me, flow like it does when, when you play and it just... From the heart, without any, like you said, you never studied music, and there wasn't any. There's no place to study the hang. Nobody teaches it. Mm. And that's a good thing. A very good that's thing. A good thing. I hope nobody ever does teach it. I hope that it remains a pure instrument. I think music was meant to be pure. It was meant to be from the heart. It was meant to be an expression of of spirit. And we've commercialized it, and it's scary to think that this thing that was so treasured and cherished by by the indigenous peoples in our histories um, and by the ancients has been commercialized and turned into something that is so structured. And I think that's why listening to you play touches people so deeply because it is so pure. It's taking us back to when music was pure expression of emotion. Yeah. This can happen with every instrument, I think. Yeah. But the problem with the other instrument is that it's a lot of, it's not inspiration, but people copy mostly, you know. You, you get inspired, but uh, most of the, like, there is, I don't know, it came to my mind now, you know, band Nirvana, they came out with them sound, very whatever you like it or not, but with them sound, no? and then after them, thousands of them playing the same sound. It doesn't make sense. No, it, no. That's that because of commercial, no? Of course. This is that don't really. I think, so. and with the hand, it will be not so easy. Well, in many of the what what society and people would call great composers. If you look at writings from the time, they were kind of th thought of as being a little crazy because they were doing something with the instrument no one does. They said nobody does that. What do you? What? But that's because they were expressing. They weren't. They didn't go to school and learn how to compose a symphony. They just did it. And and 
and yeah. do, because people I mean, ask why doesn't why don't those great compositions happen and they and they do sometimes I don't want to say that no one is able to be expressive with traditional instruments that's not true uh, but but you know it when you see it you know it when you feel it 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 it's not uh, it's not something that you can learn to there's no recipe. Well, I just I just can't envision anybody standing over Beethoven and saying, "Okay, hold your fingers like this." Or, um, I mean, think about Santana and his guitar. That's it, that's a relationship with an instrument, and I, I'm I'm very certain I, I'd love to talk to him someday and ask him. But I just don't get the sense that anybody gave the guitar to him and said, "Okay, hold it this way, and and if you do this with it, it'll make that sound." You know, it was something that. I mean, there's a marriage there. Yeah. So, well, and many of the greats had names for their guitar, and they they become famous, and they've got enough money they could have five thousand guitars, and they're still playing this guitar that looks beat up, and some of the paint's gone, and what's because they have, and they call it by names, and they, uh, you know, it's a relationship. It's not a. Uh, and, and and that's what, like you say, what's so beautiful about the hang. It's the only, it's really the only way that you can do it because. Uh, and it's not only about the hang. For example, I have three hands. I have three of them. Because uh, in the beginning about the first generation, then the second generation, they they was they were improving the instrument. Okay, of course it sounds better. I want. Then they asked, oh, another one sounds even better. I want it also. But I just, but I play always one. The other two, the, like for example, I'm traveling now to Sweden, and one is in Russia to my friend, and one in Sweden, because I could instead to stay in my house, nobody playing them, because people tell me to read, so you know, they detect, but in a way, better if they are laying on my bedroom, you know, and nobody's playing them. And I never play them, I'm so much in love with this hand, not the hand also itself, you know, because I remember one time I was in a in the beginning, in 2005, like this, because trying to hang in the music shop, and I went to Amsterdam, there was one hand there, just after I, I, I had my hand already, and I just took this hand, and I played, and the scale, it was not for me, I didn't like it, and I know that it, that hand was the first hand I could ever see, like, I, it, it was the first hand, then I would not even like the hand, I would be like, ah, what is this? this I don't like this, because I didn't like the scale. It was not fitting with me. It was not like very, very resonating with me. And sometimes also happens now. I got some hang of them, and I don't, I cannot really get something out of it because the scale doesn't resonate with me. They don't resonate with me with my music, with what I have inside. No. Yeah. So, so it's, it's so it's true for you too. You've got more hangs, but it's the one that you have the relationship with that. Yeah. You play most. Yeah, it, it, it's. I think it's a mark of, uh, of of true artistry and poetry and music because they. Uh, I mean, sure, the pianists can't carry their piano around everywhere with them, but when you look at portable instruments like guitars and and things, they they have a tendency to, you know, uh, violinists have a tendency to play the violin that they started with. Uh, oh, they may graduate once or something at the beginning but then later somebody will give them a gift of some expensive violin and they still play the one that they it's that's their instrument it's but you know what it's not just 
and and I have to I have to say it because it's not just um, musicians. I've seen artists do that with their paintbrushes. Mm. I've seen them literally caress their paintbrushes. You know, they'll have their paintbrushes near their canvas. They'll have brushes. That they, my grandmother used to do this. That she the paintbrushes that she favored, that she loved. And when she was painting, she would run her hands lovingly over the brushes and she would her hand would just naturally go to the one that would make the perfect stroke but she didn't think about it it was she had a relationship with her brushes so I think it's it's having a relationship with the tool that helps you to bring forth an expression of your spirit Mm. Um, and I don't think it's just unique with with musical instruments I think it could you can have that relationship with any yeah. Physical manifestation of spirit. That's just the way. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the instrument is made by somebody, no? It's like when you cook food yourself, or you go with food in a restaurant that people are working, not really making food because they love it. It's different, no? And uh, who knows what the woman of the men that made this hand that I love was thinking of feeling of feeling why they made it, no? This, right. This you don't know, of course. And it's true that can be anything. Can come up like Michael Jackson with his gloves and his head. <laughs> well, I, I one of the things I love to do is cook. And um and friends of mine or particularly people tasting something that I've cooked for the first time will Oh, I need your recipe. And I don't have any. What's the recipe? I, I don't have any. <laughs> and so when I make my most simple uh, pasta, uh, just very simple oil, onion, and tomato, and people then why did you? Well, when you were talking about the friend, uh oh, um, I I think he can still hear us though. Um, the uh, you were talking about your friend, and you said, well, let's see how I move my hands. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I finally did that with one dish that I cook. I had a friend watch me do it, and they took notes about what I was doing, and, and, and then afterwards they wanted to show them to me, and I didn't want to read them because <laughs> I know I never make that dish precisely the same twice, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I, I hope that uh, you know she got something that's workable for her. But <laughs> I, Well, because I just don't, it's just never, it's just never the same quite. And uh, uh, and that's to me with whether it's food or music or uh, art or sculpture, it can't be formulaic. You can't. It's just you. You just take something out of it when you try to. You know. Okay, I'm going to have restaurants all over the country, so I want to standardize my recipe so it tastes exactly the same anytime anyone. Oh, please. Why does the Big Mac suddenly come to mind? Exactly. Shoot me now. <laughs> You know, and I don't care. It does. I don't care at the moment. Not talking about what kind of ingredients they could be making it out of organic, grass-fed, best, best of the best ingredients. If it's all made up of rules and and recipe and precise measurements of this and that and the other, it just there's no when when. You play the hang when you pick up your pen, Gene. When I cook or open my mouth on on talk shows, um, 
I, it, it, there's something of the person, something of your soul going into it. Mm. And and I believe that that's received on the other end and that it makes a difference. Um, well, I think that's the key ingredient and why the hang is um, really an instrument, an ancient instrument of the past, um, reborn again to remind us now in these times more than any other that it's time to let go of the rules, it's time to let go of the structure, it's time to let go of the expectations, and it's time to just allow spirit to flow and express in whatever capacity um, it feels most joyful expressing itself in. And I think each individual is different, each individual has a, a different way of expressing it, and each individual's expression is a gift. And I think that's that's what this instrument says to me. That's what this um, musical sculpture says to me this is a pure expression of spirit and um, he brings that forth beautifully and powerfully and that's why it touches people because it reminds them that this is something that is this is how we should be living yes. and that's that's what it goes back to if everybody went for their passion and just did what they saw needed to be done because of that passion everything would be done and and happily and, and joyfully and joyfully and and filled with the energy of love and spirit and um that you know yes there's things in the food chain and things going on that I don't like and I think they probably should not do but more than that it's the the missing ingredient like like you said, Jean, is this is the soul, is the spirit, is the love, yes. and when that infuses what people do, you can just tell. You can just tell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how is it that we can tell when we go into a souvenir shop? You can tell before you look at the price of anything. You can tell which one is the cheap knockoff and which one is a real <laughs> native art. How do you do that? Because they're all different. You've never seen them before. You never studied. You know, the history of so-and-so's native aboriginal indigenous sculpture, you just know. Oh, well, there's an energy about that energy's something. Missing. That, yeah. Machines can't do that. At least not at the moment. I've not run into a machine that gets hmm. emotional about its creation. And, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, don't exactly. want to rule anything out as impossible. But, Absolutely not. But, but um, so I just have to, uh, you know, say that my hat's off to you, sir, for hearing the call and following the call. Cause, uh, and, and being an example for others to do that as well um, and to let them know that, you know, beautiful things can come out of that. And I think that's important for people to see, especially now when people are getting that call and they're a little bit scared of, of letting go of what they know and stepping into the unknown. Um, the more people who can step forward and say, hey, I took this journey and I came out the other side and 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 I am I am happy and I am balanced and I am complete and I am I am and that's that's a and wonderful it, it message. It felt funny when I first started. Yeah. It felt a little weird because it was different and it was new. But keep going, but you keep know. Going and that's that's the message that people need to hear. That's that's what encourages others to step out of their box. And and. Yeah, for me, it was not easy in the beginning, of course. Because you are in between, no? something new and the whole, but also it's like uh, it's not about 
for example, now the hang and bathroom, because it can be really handy. You have a call that you want to be build house. Really, what you want to build houses that the thing, no? It's not. It's really. It's not. In, in, in this case, my story, no. It's just because I followed what it was there for me, of course. But can be really handy. Can be really handy. Most of the problem I think on the world is that people they do the job that they don't want to do. <laughs> no. Like it's because like some people they love to build house, love to cook, but they may be doing some other job. No? Yeah. That's the biggest thing. And I always think about of course maybe Sophie, I don't know but if everybody will do the job that they love, there will be no need money anymore. I think. Because if I do the job I want in dedicated music to make music for people and uh, you do your job cooking or talk show because you love it, then we can stop even the money thing because I will play music anyway. Yeah, so if we told you tomorrow you can never have another penny for playing the hang, you're not going to stop, are you? <laughs> no, I'm going to play anyway, of course. Because oh. you play because it makes you feel good. And I yes. think that's 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 the beauty of the age that I think that we're we're going into. People are realizing that this is actually conceivably possible when there are people out there who absolutely love growing food. They love plants. They love being in nature. Um, I have a cousin who could spend hours and hours and hours in her garden. If she didn't have to do anything else, she would just do that. She gets up at 5 a.m. to go say good morning to her plants as the sun comes up. Um, there's there's people out there who love doing that. So let them grow food. Um, yeah, because I know, would love to eat some of that food. You want to talk about some nutritious food. There's people there's people out there who love healing. So let them be healers. And yeah, there's love to fix cars. Yeah. To. Yeah. There's people who really love to fix cars. They dig yeah. fixing cars. That's they breathe, eat, sleep fixing cars. Let them fix cars. But let's not bring our youth into this this space and this education system that says the best money is in this this area, we should be asking them, what do you want to do? What's your calling? What's your passion? And help them do that. And I think that will bring our world into a much more cooperative and collaborative space where people are just sharing ideas, sharing thoughts, sharing feeling, and, and encouraging and supporting each other. And like you said, eventually the money will just disappear because it won't be needed anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I will uh, get uh, uh, free food from the person that love to eat, and I will get a free house for the person that love uh, to build the house, and the people will get free music from me, and uh, you know, they will be like, okay, I do this, I put it there, and then if everybody will give me everything I need for free, most I will uh, not need money. No, like I don't know. Just say will be like a chain, like it's yeah, easy. yeah. It's difficult to see it, but in the end, it will be so easy. Because I do what I love for free, and everybody will do the same, then I have more than I need. Everybody. I think that's one reason some people overlook it, is because it's too simple. Seems too simple. <laughs> it's really simple in the end. We're going to have to get a committee and study oh, this for a yeah, while. We have to, we have to study while. this. No, just um, do it. And Harry S. Think, Truman, you know once long ago, well, not that long ago, but Harry S. Truman said, the best way to give advice to your children is find out what they want and then advise them to do it. Mm. And uh, 
And fortunately, if our 16-year-old twins that we've had on the air are any indication, the kids don't care what we're telling them to do. So that's good. This generation doesn't give a rat's ass. Yeah. (laughs) I've got to be blunt about that. They just don't. They're like, okay, well, I'll be over here creating stuff. You carry on with your delusions and your (laughs) your messed up perceptions. Get back Um, to us later. Let us know how that's working out for you. You know, that kind of thing. And and, um because it just it, it just is it 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 you know people look at something like a show like Star Trek and they're like how did they do that with no money and then of course in the later generations after the creator died they made some where they had money but uh, in the original thing it was because everybody did you know why does that guy show up and cook at that restaurant every night because he loves it you know I I show up for this radio show. It doesn't matter. I know the same is true for Gene because we've talked about it. It doesn't matter if we feel bad. It doesn't matter if we feel angry. It doesn't matter if we feel wonderful. The red on-air light goes on, and we are just loving every minute of it. And uh, uh, so, you know, and of course we're doing it for free to prove that we do it for free, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So where can – we're getting close to the end of the show here. Uh, I've put your a link to your website in the uh, chat room, and we'll have it, of course, on our uh, website with the archive. But for our podcast listeners that might not be anywhere near a screen, um, we, uh, let them know about your website and how they can find your CDs and uh, uh, and purchase and appreciate some of your music. Okay. So my my website, my official website is. Uh Davide, D A D I D E, like David with the E in the end. Yeah. Davide Suaru, S W A R U P dot com. And there, there are links uh, to buy the album. For now, I have one album also in physical copy, Music for Han, uh, 70 minutes of Han solo. And I have in this digital only uh, one. Uh, Collection of the collaboration like the Urban Meet and other things. It's a beautiful website. Uh, you can, you can, folks can buy your album there. You have uh, some free music there. Just so much wonderful stuff. Yep. Uh, Even if you don't want to buy music in way, but you can go always to my website, and you have more than two hours of music to listen. So everybody, please do, because Absolutely. here at Everyday Connection, this is the kind of Everyday Connection that we want to support, and yep. uh, it's so important that we, you know, spend our time focused there uh, on the things that we want to see more of, and... Uh, uh, bright blessings and 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 great great appreciation, love and thanks for being who you are. Just for being, um, you're you're certainly a, a bright light in my universe. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm really touched. <laughs> I'm really. Oh, we're just so grateful that you came and hung out with us tonight. Um, pardon the pun. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. And um, that you played for us, and do keep in touch. And if you ever make it to Canada, you, you know, drop me a line. <laughs> yes, pasta. We have to make pasta. <laughs> Absolutely, we have Absolutely. to make pasta. Absolutely, that's beautiful. Without a recipe. 
Yes, of course. See how you two just open the fridge and see what is inside and then make everything Thank you so much. All right, guys. Uh, it's been another beautiful uh, evening and a new, uh, another new beautiful member of the Everyday Connection family. Uh, be sure and join us on Thursday, the 29th, same time, same channel. Uh, we're going to have Foster Gamble and uh, Kimberly Carter Gamble, the, uh, the creators and co-writers of Thrive, the movie. Uh, many of you may have seen Thrive uh, flashing by on uh, Facebook. It's been uh, uh, quite an item, and we're going to talk to them about uh, how they did that, what kind of effect it's had on them to do that, and because uh, they invested some eight years in it. It's going to be a great show. Uh, and thanks for being here with us tonight. To our guests, I won't rattle off your numbers and insult you that way, but to our beautiful guests in the chat room and uh, uh, our extended family outside the chat room. Yes, and all those that uh, may or may not be here with us, as they say at holiday times, we could say all the time, uh, you know, blessings for even those that aren't with us uh, and for those that are listening later. So we love you all. Absolutely. So all our all our love, and um, we will talk to you on Thursday. And, hey, stay connected. Night. Night. Night, night. Join Rick and Jean again next time. Until then, visit their website at everydayconnection.me and be sure to like their Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Worried you might miss an episode? Don't worry. Subscribe. Find us on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your everyday connection. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life, the only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details. So you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life. The only question before that question. How do you find the perfect ring to ask it with? With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.